0: Uh, welcome back to Punk Money, here we are. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. We're missing Wednesday Night Hockey to record our podcast. (laughs) Is
1: that, like, the day that all the games are? Should we be, like,
0: watching on Wednesdays instead of Tuesdays? I mean, it's it's the big broadcast night. Like, Wednesday is... I'm doing the big hands right now. Wednesday Night Hockey on NBC. Yeah, I don't know what the NBC hockey, like, theme song is, but... It's not just three guys, like, not hockey? It's not Carrie Underwood, like, singing... Hockey boys! <laughs> if we had to choose a musical artist Ooh. to do an intro song for NBC Wednesday Night Hockey, who would you choose?
1: Oh, man, that's really hard. I mean, like, I have my ironic answer. What's your ironic answer? It would be, like, the band
0: Stained or something. What? Is that, like, are they, like, I think metal? I think a lot of
1: hockey players, like... Like, new metal kind of stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. It would have to be, like, kind of, yeah, in the Carrie Underwood vein. Okay, it would be a like,
1: play. It would be a play.
0: No! Wait, no. Kings of Leon. I feel like it would have to be a girl because, like... Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne is dead. We all know that Avril Lavigne died of Lyme disease. What?
1: what? This... You know that
0: conspiracy theory oh, that, like, yes. she had Lyme disease and, like, it's not really her?
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: I think it would be, um... What would be really great is if they could get Shania Twain to do it.
1: Is she like I thought she can't sing anymore.
0: I I mean like everybody can sing. That's why we have auto tune.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we so we miss
0: Wednesday night hockey
1: every week to record our podcast about hockey. This is a great.
0: I actually I do have the Penguins cats game pulled up in a separate window.
1: What's happening with that,
0: Audrey? Here's what's happening. Chris Letang and OV got into it. It's also we're only about five minutes into the first period, and Tom Wilson and J.B. Alexiak have already uh, fought like off the first face-off, cool. so that's cool. And then Ovi and Chris Letang were having some extracurricular activities as well.
1: I would love to have some
0: extracurricular activities with Chris Letang. He's the only hot penguin. He's really... That is not true. He is uh, sadly not the only hot penguin, but he definitely is... The most handsome. <laughs> he is a very attractive man. I love yeah. I lo- I
1: love a I love a penguin
0: with a beard. He's also married and has children. That has never so. stopped me. Also, let's let's start with some train wrecks this you week.
1: Mean, we're gonna talk about our mental health again? Hey.
0: Hey, good one. No, <laughs> but we I feel like we always start off with a train wreck team. Last week we talked about the blues who are still suffering in the Midwest. Uh, let's talk about another team that is suffering in the Midwest. Let's talk about... The Blackhawks? Yeah, I am talking about your, your team.
1: They are not my team. That's your not, team. That is not true. You live in true. Chicago,
0: so they're your team.
1: That's not how Uh, it works.
0: the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Corey Crawford has another concussion. I another hear. concussion. Did you? Were you watching? Because you're the one who you're the one who told me. Because God knows I am not paying attention to the Chicago Blackhawks. I
1: mean, like I, I living in Chicago, it's like kind of hard not to like ambiently know what's going on. with The Chicago Blackhawks, also because they're like they're the worst team in the West, I think right now. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. If you say it with enough confidence, it can be true. Yeah, they're very bad. They're a very bad team. Like they're they're at the bottom. Anyway, um he I who are they playing? I forget.
0: I have no idea. That's why I was asking you. Okay, <laughs> let me see we have it together <laughs>
1: cory crawford wife was the first thing that that came up whenever i typed in cory crawford's name so
0: that's me living inside your google search
1: yeah i'm sure he has a very hot wife they're playing the sharks that's right
0: so that's a real bummer
1: yeah so <laughs> they lost very badly to the sharks after he got pulled so what happened was is there was a sort of rush for the chicago goal And he got his head banged on the uh, post by actually new uh, Chicago teammates Dylan Strome.
0: Oh, my my poor boy, my Charles Dickens ass orphan boy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he just killed his dad, so that's really cool. I mean, like I feel so Corey Crawford at this point has he spent most uh so he he's been with the Hawks for forever. He was with them for both of their wins.
0: He's a franchise goalie. He's a
1: franchise goalie. Um, but he spent, mo- I mean, most of you probably, if you're listening to this, you know he spent most of last season out because he's had like 10 fucking concussions. My guy has a skull of glass. His brain is not all there. It is just like, I don't know if he- this guy remembers like his kid's name. His wedding day. <laughs> yeah, like all he knows how to do is like stop the puck and get concussed. It's bad. The, the footage is really bad. His head bounces on the poles. Like he's going to be out for a while. Oh, yeah, they pulled up Cam Ward. And he's pretty good. They, I don't know,
0: like they're, they're sort of- Cam Ward sounds like the name of a character on The Vampire Diaries.
1: I love. Do you love The Vampire Diaries? I also love The Vampire Diaries. I've never seen an episode <laughs> oh, of The Vampire I was, I was Diaries. Get, I was really excited to talk about The Vampire Diaries with you. We could have another spinoff where we. I'm we talk so about sorry. The Vampire Diaries. Anyway, anyway, so it's like I mean they're like total Def Con fuck in Chicago right now because they don't mm-hmm. have Corey Crawford. Um, everyone's old. And I don't know what they're going to do. Like I mean, like, their options right now are to tank, I guess, and hope yeah. they get, like, someone young. But I think, I mean, like we talked about with Sean last week, they're going to have to trade somebody away because this is not good. Something's
0: going to have to happen. Or, here's my theory. Oh, here we go. I think they should call up their mascot. I think they should call up Tommy Hawk after seeing
1: oh, yes.
0: him fight a fan. This past week, I was like, this is the kind of energy that this team needs all the time. Put this fucking bird on the ice.
1: If you're listening to this and you have not seen this video of the Chicago Blackhawks mascot just beating up on some bro, you need beating to pause. The
0: shit out of this dude, like... On the concourse during a game.
1: <laughs> you need to pause this like podcast and watch it because it is something to behold. First of all, why would you fight a mascot? They are covered in padding like you're gonna lose.
0: I really thought it was staged at first. Like I thought it was like not the real mascot. No, it was him. I thought it was an imposter Tommy Hawk just hanging out but then like there was a literal police report because like this 19 20 year old kid like went after the chicago mascot like during a game so clearly he was like very intoxicated what are you supposed to do in that situation like are you just supposed to like lie back and take it no the other thing is like he was he looked like an experienced fighter it was awesome.
1: <laughs> he was, like, on top of him. I
0: was like, kill him! Kill him! Kill, yeah, kill, <laughs> kill this little, like, Wrigleyville piece of trash. Can you imagine how amazing it would have been if Connor fought Tommy Hawk?
1: My roommate Connor would absolutely fight a mascot if he got drunk enough.
0: Also, Tommy Hawk is a racist name. I'm gonna go out there and say it.
1: Oh my god, is it, like, Tomahawk? That's really yeah. bad. I will never buy, like, a Chicago Blackhawks, like, sweater because, like, it's... I think they got it like cleared with the tribe or whatever, but like they
0: I-, I will say, as borderline iconography goes, the Chicago Blackhawks are pretty much as good as it can get, which is still pretty bad. <laughs> it's like weird to see a bunch of white guys named Daryl like wearing like yeah. a like a chieftain head. Yeah. Anyway, very normal.
1: Yeah. So they're not doing good. Corey Crawford is no timetable for return. I think he's going to probably out for the rest of the season because he already had some troubles at the beginning. Well, of
0: he the- was out for literally six months last year. It's hard for me to believe that each subsequent injury is not just going to add more time to that.
1: So like the conversation going on right now is, is he done? Yeah. And that's I don't know. I mean, it's just like a really depressing conversation to have at all because like you don't want to have someone have to retire because of an injury and an injury like this. And he's young. He's one of the, he was one of the best goalies in the league. He's still a franchise player.
0: Yeah, and fans love him.
1: Oh my god, he's so popular. Like I see Crawford sweaters all the time in Chicago. I don't know. I think he might be done.
0: That's a bummer. I want to talk about somebody who's who's not even clearly. Close to being done. Oh. I would like to change the subject because this is depressing. I'm very sad. (laughs) I want to talk about Alexander Ovechkin.
1: Oh my god, dad!
0: I want to talk about my biological father, (laughs) Alexander Ovechkin, who in the past week scored back-to-back hat tricks against the Red Wings and the Hurricanes.
1: Acted like it was no big deal.
0: Acted like it was just another fucking day at the office. In Ovi's office. Okay, so uh-huh. what
1: what was it that he said?
0: Like, Here's the backstory. He's having a career high year. And he's old. He's 33. Uh, he has been playing in the NHL. This is his 14th year in the NHL. This is also his 14th year of scoring 30 or more goals. So he's closing in on, like, the greats of people who have scored, like, the all-time number of goals. Like, he's on track right now. People are starting to talk about, like, okay, is he going to score more than Gretzky? before he retires.
1: Here's the thing. I think he's already better than Gretzky because hockey
0: back then was really easy. <laughs> I mean, like, there's that discussion to be had, but there's also just, like, the sheer rankings. Yeah. Like, in terms of goals. So, Gretzky scored 894 goals during his lot, career. That's a lot. Ovi right now is in, I think, I want to say he has somewhere in the 600, the 600s maybe like he has somewhere around 200 more that he would need to score all right man and he's already 33 clearly and i think this this obviously was put to bed last season when people were like oh like he always fades off in the playoffs like he's done his best days are behind him like Mm -hmm. all that has been fucking put to bed he came back this year as having the best year of his career after people said he was gonna have a Stanley Cup hangover. <laughs> fuck you guys is basically he's like giving a huge fuck you to like the entire hockey media landscape. And he's forward. a
1: dad. He's got a high and he wife. has a
0: fucking kid now. Ugh. So is he gonna outscore Gretzky? I have no idea. But I think I he think he's could. already better. I think he could because I think he could play three more years. <laughs> Do you think he wants to? Uh, yeah, I think as long as he's having, I, th- I feel like now that the monkey is so far off his back because he literally chucked it like fucking across the ocean back to Russia <laughs> after winning the cup. And there was a new piece out, uh, with like, an interview with Nick Backstrom this week where he was like, I feel like this weight has been lifted off of me and now I'm just having fun. And, like, Ovi and I are Aww. going out and, like, we're doing what we love to do with the people we love and, like, we don't have this overwhelming pressure on, on us anymore. And, like, why would you not want to do that for a couple more years? Sweet you boys.
1: know, I'm so happy they're happy. I don't want to be a homer on this podcast, but I love them so much.
0: <sighs> What great. so? Wh-
1: what was the quote that he had though?
0: Oh, so in the past week, in the midst of him scoring back to back hat tricks, uh, so he his point streak has now he has scored or contributed to a point in the last fourteen games the Caps have played. Mm-hmm. He scored last week uh the deciding goal to, in a shootout, and so the Caps then won you know their fifth straight game. Like he's having an amazing year, mm-hmm. and he said after the game. After he scored a goal, and after winning the game in a shootout, he goes, today wasn't my day. You can't score every night. Like, motherfucker, do you remember what you just did <laughs> literally 30 seconds ago? Like, can you imagine being that good at fucking anything? No. I can't.
1: I'm terrible. At, I'm like, bad I'm, at everything. I can't even, my brain doesn't even work right, so I can't imagine, like, scoring a point. He has 22 career hat tricks. That's so many. Not a big deal. No, I mean, like, I, I it's, it's so hard to, like, think about, like, what's going to happen to the Caps, just because, like, I don't think they're Stanley Cup contenders at all.
0: The Caps have had a slow start at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. They're playing really well right now. Mm-hmm. They've won, like, their 10 last games. And, uh, I mean, I do not think that they're going to win the Cup this year because, as everybody knows, I have been talking about how the Tampa Bay Lightning are oh! quiet – they are quietly running away with the number one spot in the league. And it's for mm-hmm. good reason. I mean, like, they're playing amazing and they're playing really amazing hockey. They're and They're really boring, they're boring hockey. They're really boring, so we don't talk about them.
1: It's so funny. I don't <laughs> think we've watched, like, a Lightning game at all this season. Ugh,
0: I know. I'm going to – We're going to have to i'm going to over the break i'm gonna sit myself down and look at steve stamkos's blonde face and make myself care um but okay. anyway so that's all i had to say about alexander ovechkin
1: remember when he gave you a beer
0: remember when alexander ovechkin uh at the stanley cup parade threw me a beer did he the point bus? at you
1: too yeah naturally like why wouldn't you point at audrey
0: listen <laughs> listen was it the best
1: day of my life i mean it was up there <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about some more losers
0: yeah, now that we've um, gotten our spirits up talking about somebody who's doing something well, why don't we talk about Philly?
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
0: They are worst in the East right now.
1: Yeah, they're on fire.
0: Not in the good way. The no. opposite of uh, the, opposite, like the other fire. kind of being on fire, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't been a fan of hockey very long, and, like, I thought that, like, the Senators were going to be the team that's just, like, like, all season.
0: No, it's the Flyers. It's, it's a mess out there. So... I mean, where do we begin? The Flyers are having drama, but it's not like the fun, sexy drama that like the Sens
1: have, it's like getting in trouble, kind of.
0: Yeah, drama. it's like sad. the Flyers are having like bureaucratic drama, where all of our dirty boys clearly deserve a lot better, and probably a lot of them would be having much more successful careers if they were traded, mm-hmm. if they were put with other teams. Yes, <laughs> but that is not where we are at. No, like
1: it's not like their fault, and that's like the sad part. So, do you want to talk about the
0: goalie situation first? Oh, fuck. I completely forgot about the goalie situation. Okay,
1: so let me pull up exactly how many goalies that the Flyers have gone through this year. They've gone through six goalies, which so is, Carter Hart was their sixth. He's their sixth, yeah. So, so what the situation is is like they they keep either like canning them or like waving them or whatever. So what they, they keep did, getting
0: injured, they keep getting yeah. sent back down to the phantoms. We don't know what's going on.
1: So they called up, uh, like probably like their future or maybe present. He's literally a prospect. He's a prospect. He's 20 years old.
0: He's 16 years old. I am starting the official rumor that Carter Hart is 16 years old. He is still in high school. He's in the womb, actually. Carter Hart had to leave in the middle of his driver's ed class to go play <laughs> in the Flyers game last night. Carter
1: Hart pulled up to the Flyers stadium in short pants, and he had one of those hats on that has, like, the spinner.
0: He was holding a giant lollipop. <laughs>
1: He's like, can I play hockey, please? (laughs) Anyway, so he's 20 years old, which makes him the youngest, like, NHL goalie by a lot. And that's not good for several reasons. First of all, you don't want to be playing your prospects, like, to start. Like, because, like, a prospect
0: is someone who's going to be really good soon. You don't want to start them off with, like, okay the entire season is on the line here and right. you are 20 years old 20 years old and you handle this now
1: <laughs> The interesting thing about like the goalie position is that like players mature into it a lot later so while it wouldn't be so weird, to usually have
0: some- the older you get, the better you get. Example right. number one, Henrik Lundqvist.
1: Example number two, like Marc-Andre Florey. Mm-hmm. Although I would not have paid him that much. Anyway, so like the the, the issue is, is like, you know, it, it's, it's not strange to play like 20-year-old winger or something. Like that would be mm-hmm. normal. But like to put a 20-year-old goalie out there, I mean, you're risking basically ruining your prospects because it's such a mental game and he has all this pressure on him right now. This poor eight-year-old child is out there.
0: Honestly, maybe it's good because do you think he's mature enough? Do you think he has the emotional maturity to even fully grasp the depth? (laughs) He's too dumb to know. I'm just thinking about like the 20-year-old men I've known in my life. And they were pretty uh, uh, oblivious to pretty much everything going on around them.
1: Well, you might have uh, something to that because he did win in his. I mean, the the Flyers won in his debut last night. So he did let in like two goals, but that's he's trying his best. But they won,
0: and that's it what went matters. Like
1: six to three. So that's not good. What's what's what else is going on in, in Philadelphia?
0: Well, uh, the Flyers have finally done. What they probably should have done a month ago, instead of firing their GM first, they uh, fired Dave Haxtall, their head coach, this week, after just a disaster of a Canadian road trip.
1: Did they lose every game?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like that, They right? went to Western Canada, they played uh, the Oilers and the Canucks, and I assume the Flames.
1: Do they lose to the Canucks? Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> Back-to-back nights, they lost to the Oilers and the Canucks. They're, they replaced their GM i don't know like a month ago maybe and no maybe a little bit less maybe like three weeks and they have won only one game out of the seven that have been played since they brought on their new gm so clearly oh who could have guessed that this would have not made the sweeping change that people (laughs) thought it would
1: well and like it's been even messier because the way that they found out
0: yes the timeline of this is incredibly bad
1: who's running their pr there was just this swirl of rumors, like, going around that he got fired and that they hired, uh, Quenville to replace yes. him. Half of which was true. We just didn't know it was true yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure, like, Coach Q, like, saw all those tweets and he's like, what the fuck? I'm, uh, I'm gonna go coach for Philly now? all right. So no. So uh, Quindle is not going to Philadelphia because I don't think he wants that much of a challenge.
0: Right. So this was these rumors started kind of flowing. I think like maybe when they were they started talking about, you know, Haxel's going to like if the Flyers don't win this game against the Canucks, Haxel's gone. They're not even going to let him on the plane back to Philly. So that whole rumor gets started, and then they get off the plane when they get back in Philly, and there's going to be a press conference, except (laughs) then there's this delay in them getting off the plane because Travis Konechny couldn't find his shoes.
1: Oh my god! I have a new nickname for Travis Konechny, by the way.
0: Would you like to hear it? Yeah. You've already heard it, but I've been thinking about this for like forty-eight hours.
1: <laughs> I have started calling Travis Connecty Travis Connect Four.
0: No, you keep calling him Trevor Connect Four.
1: Oh. <laughs> Trevor Connect Four is his new name. So he couldn't find
0: his his skates because he's a child. So then they get off the plane after losing three games in Western Canada and at the press conference they're like, we're not firing anybody. Like, we don't know what you guys are talking about. you crazy. You're gaslighting sports us. Sports journalists and your stupid rumors. Yeah, they were gaslighting us. Wow, rude.
1: The Flyers need to respect my trauma and not lie to me.
0: Obviously, firing him was extremely overdue. So instead of just coming out and doing it they basically did it twice in like a 24-hour span it was really awkward it was it was super awkward he has since been replaced with scott gordon who was coaching their ahl team and all i have to say to that is good luck it's like just
1: remarkable how you can see that they're doing they're making these moves because they don't have anything else they can do you don't call up your prospects. You don't call up your, like, minor league coach if you have other options, you know? They can't fall any further, is is the issue with the Flyers, and I, if I was, I don't know if they have any contract coming up this summer, but I would be getting the fuck out of Philly. Trevor Connect
0: Four needs to call his agents. It's a bummer. I mean, like, they had a lot of expectations coming into this season, and it's just very sad to see that, like, crash and burn because of not even anything, like, dramatically fixable. You know, like, it's not just one thing that you can pinpoint and be like, that's it. It's not like they have a bad goal Oh, we fired our coach. Like, that'll take care of it.
1: Mm,
0: I don't know. Well, it's interesting
1: to compare, like, the Philly situation to the St. Louis situation because they're similar, right? Like, before the season started, there was a lot of talk about them both (laughs) being contenders, which is ridiculous now to think about because... They're both on fire bad.
0: Yeah, that's rough.
1: Also, then you have to live in Philadelphia, which doesn't look very nice.
0: Trash city that I hate. will not be taking questions. This week, we watched the Flames play the Dallas Stars.
1: Oh my god, I completely forgot we had to talk about the game.
0: <laughs> we thought it was going to be a fun, sexy game, and instead it was kind of just like
1: a little bit erotic. I mean, I thought it was going to be like a boyfriend bowl, and that's how I built it. The brawl of the boyfriends.
0: There Some wasn't much. The violence between handsome men. There wasn't much. Really, this was, it's funny that we did not get what we expected, because Mm -hmm. these are two teams who are just wildly inconsistent. Yes. Like, you have no idea what you're going to get with the Flames or the Stars from night to night.
1: Streaky boys. The the Flames have been in the news recently just because they've been, like, scoring these insanely high-scoring games.
0: Yes, and also having, they have this fun trend going where they come from behind in the third period and then win. We love emotional inconsistency. It's the best.
1: Oh, it's so good. They did not look great last night. They were really um, sluggish. Yeah. They basically left like all of their defense to Riddick, and he looked not happy about it.
0: Big Dick Riddick.
1: Big Dick. He was like, there were several times that, like the camera would be on him, and he was just like
0: shaking his head. I love an angry goalie. I love a goalie with a temper. Because usually, you know, goalies are so... And I think, you know, you saw that with Ben Bishop, who's, you know, this six foot seven giant and he's just like this kind calm like goalies like notoriously intellectual like whatever Mm -hmm. Riddick is just like fuck you fuck this cursing at people in check it's awesome Audrey sent me a gif of him just like breaking his stick over a goal and like throwing it at people
1: like calm down he actually got I think he got a major for that I love him. But uh, he was pretty pissed last night because there was just no defense. Like, there's no reason that the Flames should have lost to Dallas by two points and not put anything up And I didn't
0: know that the Flames are apparently notoriously very bad on the road.
1: Someone was posting about that last night, just like how that statistic, I
0: feel like, is is really overrated. Yeah. I feel like it's luck more than anything else. And I think it's also like, I don't know, conditioning. Mm -hmm. Like, I can understand if say like say you're dallas and you play in the western conference and a lot of times you're going to like western canada and you're playing in vancouver you're playing in denver Mm -hmm. um you're playing in calgary and like you're playing at higher altitudes a lot yeah and so like you kind of have that hurdle to get over when you're in new places but like this i don't know
1: well it was interesting because um apparently in their last matchup dallas like spanked them at home so maybe they just can't beat dallas Christina's thinking about Tyler Sagan. I would also. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, like, just, like, let's run down some personalities from both of these teams. So, who who's to know on the Flames? Here's
0: who's to know on the Flames. Jonathan Hockathon, New Johnny Jersey Hockey. Boy. Yeah, uh, Johnny Gaudreau, obviously. The two Canes who got traded over the summer for Dougie Hamilton, uh, Elias Lindholm and Noah Ooh. Hannafin.
1: Elias Lindholm might be. One of the most attractive men in the NHL. You're
0: really into him. I, I mean, like, I think he's very cute.
1: Audrey hates blondes. Yeah. Audrey's racist against blonde men. He is, <laughs> he is like, he looks like a model.
0: He's, uh, Swedish, I think.
1: Whatever. You don't, it's fine. You don't have to get it.
0: They're great. Uh, Matthew Kachuk. They really have, like, the blonde kind of trifecta going on there. Matthew the, the, Kachuk is so cute. Sean
1: He's got really curly hair. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, for the stars... All
1: you gotta know.
0: Jam Ben. Barrett big
1: man who Audrey finds attractive. I don't understand that.
0: Pure cancer energy. The amount of just sheer water sign bullshit going on on the stars is incredible.
1: He sounds like he has like a voice modulator set to like low because he talks like this.
0: He's a gentle cow. Please leave him alone.
1: (laughs) He's gotta, I don't know, he's gotta shave that beard.
0: Oh yeah, it's really, well it's his breakup beard I think so. Oh my god. He's going through it.
1: He is very, he's going through it very hard. Mm. And then my favorite player on the stars.
0: is My favorite and probably yours. Tyler second
1: who we actually, so we posted a video of his from his, like, Instagram story. And yeah. we got, like, five followers just from that. I hate him. Oh my god, you don't hate him, though. He's
0: such a thought. God. It's. Really it's not funny. fair that
1: someone gets to look like that and like act the way that he does and and be so stupid.
0: Yeah, I want to fight him.
1: He did it good last night. The star so- so- uh, actually played like really well.
0: Yeah, I mean it was I there was really nice Sagan to Ben. Goal, it's so cute, which was classic. nice.
1: You love to see it.
0: Um, and then uh more goalie shenanigans. Ben Bishop got run into by Garnet Hathaway, which I maintain is a made up name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because he like. He came out of the crease and, like, stopped a puck behind the net and mm-hmm. kind of got, lo- like, stuck there while he was, like, making a pass to somebody in the corner. And Hathaway ran into him and Got a bell rung. Yeah. Uh, he was fine, they thought. They left him in for a couple minutes and then, um, I think when they went to commercial, the trainer came out and was like we got to do concussion protocol he so. was like
1: struggling on the ice for a little bit i mean yeah <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he got caught in his chin it wasn't like his he didn't get his like noggin but right. he was out they brought somebody in for like a little bit and then he came back out again yeah
0: so we're good and then they had a, they stars got a shutout so it all ended up great no uh, permanent brain damage there, for sure.
1: Oh, none, none.
0: Everything's fine. Don't
1: ask questions! <laughs> what is it with, like, goalies getting concussed? Is that Are they, like, more likely to get concussed or something?
0: I don't know how it is more likely or not, but, I mean, you think about how many times goalies are surrounded by players and kind of get into those situations where they have they have people falling on top of them because they are, mm-hmm. you know... You're, just,
1: a, you're, like, describing, like, my dream right now. <laughs> but like, please go like not like less violent version of that. Less violent, more naked. <laughs> um.
0: There you go. That's how I want like my twenty nineteen to be. But like, they're always at the center of like a scrum in front of the goal, where like people like people are trying to get an object past you, and it is your job to block that object. And you have all these other people who are either trying to help you or hurt you. And so at that point, like shit's gonna happen, well, and that's why you have two backups.
1: Or, if or a Philly, whole
0: stable of prospects, apparently.
1: Or Philly, you just you just pick someone from the crowd.
0: You just hop on over to the local high school.
1: So actually, um, what happened in Chicago last season is they ran out of everybody. And they had to call up their, like, beer league guy. Their
0: emergency? Yeah, that was awesome. That was, like, the best story ever. The guy who was, like, an accountant.
1: Yeah, so the way that, like, backup goalies work is, of course, there are several backups. Yeah. But then there's an emergency goalie who is, like, if everyone's gone. And this, this person is usually not a professional hockey player. They're usually, like a, like, a beer league kind of player. So Chicago had to call up their uh, emergency goalie in a game last year. They won. He's made some stops. And he's like an accountant. And I'm sure he will be using the story to get laid for the rest of his life. Also, if you're listening to this. And he should. Yeah, please call me. Shall we take some calls? Also, thank you for not voting on this week's game. Uh, We watched it because I wanted to.
0: Oh, we did have somebody ask if we could do five minutes psychoanalyzing Johnny Gaudreau's Gatorade feeding complex. Um, We can't do five minutes, but I will gladly introduce Christina to this um, phenomenon right now.
1: Is Is he feeding them? (laughs) Why is he watering his bros? This is bizarre.
0: Okay, I... Just three guys hanging out. (laughs) So lately, uh, Johnny Gaudreau has been feeding Gatorade to Sean Monahan and uh, and Elias Lindholm, like, when they're sitting on the bench. Just guys being dudes. It's always purple Gatorade. Yeah, just having a normal, nice, uh, not weird interaction with your friends um but every time they do it they end up they a get caught on camera so like it's become a thing now mm-hmm. and b they end up winning so now it's like a luck thing and they're just gonna keep it going
1: wow uh i also would like to point out that johnny gaudreau is a leo so... he's a leo and
0: he's older than me which is constantly shocking
1: he's a leo so he wants to get caught yeah he, he wanted this to happen i really find that very disturbing i don't like that I don't think he should be watering. You don't me. like him watering his friends? Yeah, he's like mama birding some, like, Gatorade <laughs> to his friends. I think it's nice. Whenever nice I can visit in D.C., are you going to, like, mama bird me a shot? I'll
0: mama bird you whatever you want. Oh. Let's take some calls. We got a text this week from Grace. Grace. Who had two things for us. She said, Hey, I sent in the Kyle Dubas question, and I think I saw he's like 5'9 or something. Short king. So you're into that. And also, when Christina said real Scorpio hours, I felt that. <laughs> Gross. Horrible, awful, no good Scorpios.
1: I feel like Audrey and I have gotten to the point where we just have like very stereotypical like Scorpio and cancer discussions where I'm like, I am like flirting with like 10 guys right now and I think I'm going to go
0: do some crack. Let me read the message that you sent to me this week. Here's how you (laughs) describe this to me. Here's Audrey. I'm going to watch some sports, bake a pie for my friends and go to bed by 10 p.m. wearing one of those weird caps. (laughs) And then Christina is, I'm going to talk to five dudes at once. (laughs) Jack off and then drink a bottle of wine. Yep. The duality of water signs.
1: That's like not inaccurate at Here's all. Here's the
0: thing. Um, astrology is not real except when it comes to the two of us. It's and very then it's very real. real. <laughs> uh her second question is who are the most fuckable and who are the least fuckable teams in the league? This is a debate we have every week, honestly. Yeah. It's the sharks. The sharks are ugly boys. <laughs> I think it's probably the sharks. I think it could be also it's also a little bit of the Hawks for me. Yeah, the they Sharks have an ugly had this energy. like
1: picture of them on the on the floor, of like a, a Warriors basketball game of them just in clothing. Street clothes. It looked like they were like set on random in The Sims or something because like, they random was just body parts put together, <laughs> random clothes put together. Oh, it was no. just a, I, I sent you a, I sent you the picture. Like yes, Eric Carlson yes. had this hat like a like a messenger boy no. hat. I find the Sharks to be an awful ugly team.
0: Uh, also the Oilers. Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, mm, most attractive teams Abs. in the league. Avs. Hands down god they're handsome
1: i feel like we do answer this question every week i really i'm, I'm glad that people keep
0: asking it i could talk about it always let's see who else
1: honestly flames up there the
0: flames are up there caps are up there the caps are up there but also they t- they took a bunch of pictures like a bunch of group photos <laughs> at um they visited georgetown hospital this week and they took a bunch of group photos and <laughs> i looked at them and i was like do i think Dudes are hot because they do not look good. <laughs> it's Maybe
1: it was like bad hospital lighting. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, she looked good, but I. Oh, she's like my soulmate. So I always think he looks
0: handsome. Oh, oh, um, the Blue Jackets. That's your opinion. If you love a frat boy, may I suggest the Columbus Blue Jackets?
1: And Audrey loves a frat boy.
0: I love a big dumb boy.
1: Hey bunnies, it's Catherine. Uh, so I watched The Wings versus the Senators
0: game last night. Um, First of all, why was that uh, Senators third goal allowed? Like, the guy was in the goal. Uh,
1: Whatever. But uh, can we talk about how good Larkin's goal was? Like, the second Red Wings goal and the amazing
0: teamwork. Like, I was sitting in a restaurant with my boyfriend when it came on, and I turned into my dad. Like, I yelled and banged on the table and was like, hey, look what just happened. Like, we need to go over the
1: intricacies of that. All right, thanks. Bye. That's
0: sexy. So... thank you. This was one of those classic, Dylan Larkin is in the penalty box, comes out of the penalty box, gets past two, and it's like a one-man rush all the way down the rest of the ice, and he plays a puck between his little feet and scores. And wow, I got some redacted thoughts about that. Sexy goal from a very handsome man. Um, Also, Catherine Weirdflex talking about sitting at a restaurant with your boyfriend. Like, congratulations. Oh, wow. On your relationship. (laughs) Very cool. We're fine. Also, I turn into my dad watching hockey all the time. So I very much relate to that. Uh, I would love to see the Red Wings do well. It's more fun to me when
1: Detroit is, like, actually hockey town Mm. instead of, like, very sad hockey graveyard.
0: Hey, I have a question for you. Fuck, marry, kill. The Islanders, the Rangers, and the Devils.
1: Not good. That's not a good question. I think this is very obvious. Yeah, you gotta marry the Rangers. Mm Mm-hmm. You you gotta fuck the Devils. Mm. You you just gotta put a bullet in those Islanders. No! Put him down. No, stop. The Islanders are doing okay. The
0: Devils are doing terrible.
1: But I want Tyler Hall to, like, Taylor Hall, not Tyler Hall. God, they're all fucking named Tyler. Interchangeable. Yeah, I want I want him to, like, he's so good, you know what I mean? And I, I've accidentally caught, like, I've never on purpose watched a Devils game. But, like, I've, I've seen him play a little bit, and, like, he's so good. I want him and, like, Connor McDavid to
0: be on a team together. Neither can live while the other survives.
1: Harry Potter roles.
0: Yes. Marry the Rangers. You gotta. I got a lot of husbands on the Rangers.
1: You have a weird infatuation with the Rangers.
0: It really came out of nowhere, but uh, Chris Kreider really hit me like a Mack truck this season. And I was not, a not expecting boy. it. I love a college boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would fuck the Islanders because I would fuck Jordan Eberle. Um, he is cute. And I would kill the Devils because I don't want to spend any time in New Jersey.
1: I mean, here's the thing, is, like, one of those teams needs to move. Yeah. One of them needs to go away, like, to another city. Like, it's stupid.
0: New York State should not have four teams. It's something I think about every day.
1: I think the Islanders should have to move.
0: Yeah. Ship them off.
1: No, Go to Houston. Houston.
0: Not, not the Coyotes! Go to Houston's, the Coyotes don't have to move. Thanks. Hey, Bunnies, this is Adam. Keep up the great work. You're really clearing my skin, so keep doing what you do. Just wanted to alert you all, and hopefully get your take on the Puck Bunnies lawsuit going on right now with the Sharks. Apparently, due to some flirty Twitter interactions, one female fan of the Sharks has taken issue with the franchise, locals, etc., calling her a Puck Bunny and has sued them over this. What do you guys think? Um, might be relevant. She's also accused the Sharks of hacking into her email and is doing this by herself, but Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Should she really be taking offense? What do you bunnies think? Thanks. I think this is fascinating because I tried to look this up and literally found nothing.
1: Also, I'm literally an attorney and I couldn't find anything.
0: I really hope this is true. I want this to be a real story so bad because all these details rule.
1: Like, Adam, if you are, like, on the inside in the sharks...
0: Can you send us some evidence?
1: Yeah, like, send us, like, a docket number or something, and then I can look
0: it up. Send us the documents.
1: Yeah, like, if you just give me any, like, a little bit more information, I can go on Pacer, and I can, like, find the court filings. Do you think she has reason
0: to be upset over people calling her a puck bunny?
1: Uh, first of all, we are reclaiming the term puck bunny on this podcast.
0: So, no. I understand being upset about people calling you a slut or a mm-hmm. bitch. The reason why we called this podcast Puck Bunnies is because mm-hmm. it sounds
1: hilarious. It's a fun thing to say.
0: It's such a dumb term. It doesn't mean anything.
1: The other the other name that we were kicking around was uh or stick bitches. Stick bitches. I like I kind of like that one. But uh I mean, so, like, I mean, like, the term puck money is is like calling someone the slut for hockey players, which, like, I guess would be offensive to some people. But, uh, it seems like it was really offensive to her if this is true. I
0: want to know what these flirty Twitter interactions were.
1: Please tell us how to do that. yeah yeah, we need more info on this one adam like because i mean like the only thing that i can find was stuff about evander kane like beating up some woman in buffalo cool
0: and also did you see the stuff that came out this week so like he had an affair or was cheating on his girlfriend with some woman and apparently uh repeatedly forced her to have abortions and now she is coming forward and like claiming that he did this to her and he is saying that she She nobody should give any credence to her claims unless she um, gives up her anonymity. So he seems like he's having a normal one. Uh,
1: yeah, wow. Uh, congratulations to the San Jose Sharks for signing him for six million dollars a year
0: this summer. Fucking asshole. And that's one of the reasons why I was like, I couldn't find anything about this other case is because it was literally just pages and pages of results about Evander Kane. And I was like, you know, if you Google somebody when you're trying to figure out if you should trade for him and it's just 10 straight pages of um, sexual misconduct, like maybe that's not that ain't it, chief, as the kids say.
1: Here's the thing. is If, if your last name is Kane in the NHL, you're, a, you're probably a bad dude. You probably, <laughs> you probably assaulted some people, apparently, because, wow, we got two big ones right
0: there. Anyway, Adam. Please write back. Let's be pen pals. And also, I need to know more about this. Yeah. I want to have her on the show. <laughs> Me too. Christina. What a year it's been. What a year it's been. Uh, this is our last episode of the year because we're going to take next week off
1: because there's nothing happening
0: first of all there's no games for like three days around christmas and um the transaction freeze goes into effect tonight so like there's not going to be any huge trades or anything going on not that you guys come to us for like that analysis anyway (laughs) let's be real but uh we are going to take some time off for christmas and new year's uh to get incredibly blitzed with our families and not friends. Our friends we don't have We don't, well no. <laughs> our friends apparently that's what we're gonna do we will be back in the new year 2019 every week we have some fun guests that we, oh, are we going do to bring on in the new year which will be really great uh, also oh, if- hey who just scored lars eller my greatest enemy out of pocket lars lars the tiger if
1: you have people that you think would be fun for us to have on, you can always call or text or DM, and I will try to use my Twitter clout to get them to come on my podcast.
0: Yeah, um, and also if you have questions or um, things that you want us to talk about over while we're gone, like, call in, text us, DM us. Whatever. Also, if you want to send us money. Yeah. I'm trying to go experience some Canes hockey next week when Carolina is in town. Um, so send me some money so I can go do that. Please. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you all. We treasure your little heads and brains and ears that listen to this. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if, you, if you like us, please uh, subscribe, rate, and review on your platform of choice. And I hope you guys have a great rest of December slash Christmas slash New Year's. If you don't celebrate, have a good winter solstice.
1: You know, there's a really easy way to say that, which is just happy holidays. But you could run through them all.
0: The war on Christmas is real, Christina. And we're a couple of wasps. And listen, in this world, I have the right to say Merry Christmas. (laughs) I can't even. can't ah, do that. I can't do
1: it. Your Jewish ass cannot do that. (laughs) All right. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah.
0: Hanukkah has been over for two weeks, but. Oh. Have a good one, guys. See you in 2019. Bye. Bye.